right, we got Jason. Angel. And we are Focus Marriages. Hey, we are so excited about today. We hope you guys are having a great weekend and a great week. And uh, hey, we just want to come on and just do another um, podcast via um, video as well as, you know, our normal podcast uh, method of how we do these things. And we're just excited. So today what we're going to share on is we're going to talk about the importance of prayer in marriage. Okay. Um, this has been something that, you know, actually really came from um, over the past couple of weeks, you know, our pastor's been sharing on prayer and it's just been really touching even for us because we see how important it is to incorporate that prayer into our lives, even as it relates to our marriage and not just us individually. Right. And you know how so many couples, I mean, there's so many obstacles that are and challenges that come up in relationships where, you know, we're so busy. Um, you have children, you have your jobs, you have, you know, entrepreneurial things that you're doing and just the busyness of life kind of gets in the way of really striving to have a successful couple, to be a, to be a successful couple. And at the end of the day, when you talk about being married, man, it's like God wants you to be in a forever relationship, mm-hmm. regardless of the circumstances and situations and conflicts that may arise. And the question becomes, how do we do that? And he wants us to be one. Yeah, and it's like, how do you be one to the same person for so many years, like forever? Mm-hmm. And so we've been married for 22 years. We've been together for 25 years. And we're still at it. And so the question becomes, so how are we able to do it? And I think one of the things that has allowed us to be where we are today is our prayer life. Mm-hmm. And so we want to share with you guys a few things. So when you look at First Thessalonians um, chapter 5, um, verse 16, 16 through 18, it says, first of all, it says, rejoice always, pray without ceasing, mm-hmm. and give thanks in all circumstances, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. And so even in our relationships, one, we got to learn how to rejoice always. Stop complaining about what's not right. Stop complaining about what's not being done the imperfections of one another. We're all not perfect. Right. But we serve a perfect God. So instead of attacking one another, take that same energy and... attack and, the situation. Yeah, and attack the situation in prayer. Mm-hmm. Go to the one who created us all. And so even when we look at that, I even look at, see the scripture when we talks about um, Philippians 4 and 6. It says, be careful, meaning also to be anxious for nothing. But in everything, by prayer and supplication, that's the word I want to focus in on, is the supplication. It says, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God. Mm -hmm. And so when we look at prayer, a lot of times people pray out of a need. Right. We had this conversation the other day. It's like going after the hand of God instead of going after the heart of God. And so when God is saying for us to rejoice always, pray without ceasing, um, be anxious for nothing, like we shouldn't be worrying about things when we know that the answer is in Christ. Right. And I think when couples, whether it's a seriously dating, engaged or married couple, when they really begin to have challenges or when they're going through challenges, if you don't include God in on your situation, mm-hmm. it's going to be a forever challenge. Yep. It's going to be a forever obstacle. Amen goes right there. Yeah. <laughs> for real. And, and it's so true. And so our push tonight is for you all as couples, whether you're seriously dating, you're engaged, or you're married, 
is start getting God in on your situation. Stop trying to handle situations on your own. Stop trying to figure it out. Yeah, because you can't figure it out. If we could figure it out, we wouldn't need God. Absolutely. Right. (laughs) You know, so we got to make sure that we do that. Um, Even though I see that same scripture in the Amplified Bible, it says, you know, do not be anxious or worried about anything, but in everything, every circumstance and every situation, by prayer and petition with thanksgiving, continue to re- continue to make your specific request known to God. Mm. And so what is prayer? Prayer is nothing no more than just having a conversation with God. But it's not just having a conversation with God. It's having a conversation with God and also to allowing God to have a conversation with, with you. you. Amen. Because unfortunately, what too many spouses and or couples do is they go to God in prayer saying, God, you got to fix him or her. God, help me with this situation. God, you got to do this. But then we don't stop and take time to hear from God and let God tell us what we need to be doing with ourselves. Yeah, we pray and then we go back to doing whatever we're doing. I like how we both agreed that we need to take that extra 10 minutes after we pray to just be quiet and see what God has for us. Right. And when you see the part in the scripture where it talks about, you know, it says, but in Philippians 4 and 6, it says, but in everything by prayer and supplication, it's like, okay, well, what is supplication? Because we see two different terms. We see supplication and we see petition and then we see thanksgiving. Well, when it comes to, you know, the supplication, it says, you know, we come to God in prayer for a variety of reasons, Mm -hmm. all right, to worship him, to confess our sins, um, and even ask for forgiveness to thank God for his blessings, to ask for things for ourselves, and or pray for the needs of others. Mm-hmm. But in the in Hebrew and the Greek words, most often translated supplication in the Bible literally means request or petition. Mm-hmm. So a prayer of supplication is truly just asking God for something. Mm-hmm. But it's not just asking God for something for selfish reasons. It's asking God for something that's going to help benefit others. Mm -hmm. That's the supplication that we need to be having on a day-to-day basis. And so even as we continue on throughout this, we want to encourage you all as couples, whether you're engaged, seriously dating, or married, to just consider a few things in your prayer time. When you're praying, first and foremost, stop going to God with a need all the time. Mm -hmm. Stop going after his hand. You got to learn and know that the way you activate the hand of God is you touch the heart of God. And the way you touch the heart of God is through and by being appreciative and thanking him for who he is and what he has already done. Right. And because God is not just used just for gimme, gimme, gimme. He wants to have that intimate relationship with you because truth be told, if you're going to God just for what you need, you're probably treating your spouse the same way. Mm. Wow, they got a mm there. Uh, my, my, my. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's true because, I mean, think about it. The way we treat our relationship with God typically is a correlation of how we treat our spouse. Mm-hmm. If there's no intimate communication, no dialogue of listening and speaking with our partner, then it's probably not the same thing going on with us and God as individuals. So the first and foremost thing is when you consider things to consider as it relates to praying, is first and foremost, 
is have an attitude of gratitude. Mm-hmm. Just thank God for who he is. Thank God for giving you breath of life. Every day. Yeah, thank God for That's allowing you. That's my first you, thing. Yeah, to just see another day. Mm-hmm. That the full function of your limbs are in place. You know, you're able to kind of wake up in a home with warm. that's warm and you can eat and you have, you know, the essentials of life. Mm-hmm. Be thankful for that. Then number two is pray for somebody else. You know what I'm saying? It shouldn't just jump in and be all about you. See, when you want to touch the heart of God, touching the heart of God is really going after and doing something for God's people. Because God's people are the most precious things to him. Mm -hmm. And when we put ourselves aside and put our needs aside and make the needs of others important to us, Mm -hmm. God knows what we have need of. Right. And he'll provide those needs for us. Mm -hmm. So we just have to make sure that we prioritize our prayers so that we can get the hand of God in motion in our lives. So yeah, so number two is definitely pray for others and understand that even you as a couple, that your relationship is not just about you. Right. See, God is counting on us. He's counting on us to be that reflection here in the earth realm of his love of himself and the church. Right. Like even as a couple, there is no other correlation or other example that God can use to explain his love and the relationship that he wants with the body of Christ right. than that of a marriage. Right. So we have to make sure that we as couples, that we understand and know first and foremost the purpose of marriage right? so that we can fulfill it and know that marriage is not just about us. And that's the sowing and the reaping portion of marriage, of prayer that we want to incorporate in our marriage so that we can receive God's best. And the sowing is praying on the behalf of others. Others, right. The reaping is us receiving the manifestation of our desires and our needs. Right, because somebody prayed for us. Absolutely. We hope so. <laughs> Trust me, my mama, my daddy, your mama been praying for us. And I know, again, your, I know your parents been praying yeah, for us. Yeah, and that's why we're where we are because yeah. not only have we prayed for others, but we have others praying for us as well. Right. So number two is pray for others. Number three is Pray for one another. Right. As a couple. I mean, the same... Pray for one another. Pray with one another. Yes. I mean, the same energy that you use to cuss out your spouse, the same energy that you use to get frustrated with your spouse is the same energy that you should be using to pray for and, like you said, and with your spouse. Mm -hmm. Because here's the thing. You can't stay angry, but for so long with the person that you're praying for on a daily basis. Right. That's true. And even in that, you're being selfless and your prayer has to be not a selfish prayer when you're praying for them, but a prayer for them that's truly sincere mm-hmm. of the uplifting and the building up. Because yeah. we can pray for our spouse the wrong way. Yeah, like, Lord, fix him because he is getting on my nerves. Yeah, exactly. yeah no, not, not that, yeah. no, no. <laughs> Father, I thank and praise you that my husband is a mighty man of our Absolutely. Pray the prayer of faith. There a, you go. I thank you that he is a provider of our home. That's I thank it. you that he is the, um, the ultimate father to our children. Come on, Thank now. you that he is... An excellent husband. Come on then. Yes. Brick, you finished? In Jesus' name, amen. <laughs> <laughs> but that's it, though. I mean, we should be praying and uplifting prayer of faith for our spouses mm-hmm. and or our intended. Mm-hmm. It shouldn't be God fix them. Mm-hmm. God, you know he or she got an attitude. Mm-hmm. Fix that attitude. Right. No, nah, pray the prayer of edification and faith. And then number four is 
then you pray for yourself. Mm-hmm. All right. Let your prayer, let your request and all of what you need be last. Right. But even in praying for yourself, you praying for yourself should be that that benefits someone else. Right. Like my prayer every day is, Lord, allow me and give me the wisdom that I need to be the husband that I need to be for my wife. God, give me the favor and the grace that when I go to work, that I'm able to be that provider for my household. Mm -hmm. God, help me be that example of a husband so that other husbands can be blessed. Yeah, it's See, not just for material things. Yes, it's not just about this, like, yeah, this selfish, like, God. I want um, these shoes and I want this purse. Like, fix your soul. Fix your spirit. Yeah. Pray about those things. And all the material things will come. That's it, man. That's the very good point. So in that prayer, when you're praying for yourself, but that it will benefit others, mm -hmm. God will give you the desires of your heart. He sure will. He knows what you have need, need of. of. He knows not ask. only what you have need of, he knows what you have need of. He also too knows some of the desires that you want above and beyond your needs. Right. And so what you think that God don't want you to have the best in life? No. But there's a way and there's a method about going about obtaining those things. Yes. And the way up is down, meaning that you got to be humble. You got to be selfless. You got to submit, come up under. Absolutely. Yes. You know, so, hey, I mean, this is really what we wanted to share tonight. I could go on and on and on about this, mm -hmm. you know, right here. But, hey, we hope this has been a blessing to you. Yes. So I'm just going to recap a few scriptures that you guys can kind of go over on your own. Um, the first scripture I gave was 1 Thessalonians 5. Verses 16 through 18. Yes. Then we looked at Philippians chapter 4, verse 6, when it talks about be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication. And then also, too, we gave you guys, you know, four key points as for you to consider when you're praying. And number one was pray the prayer of thanksgiving. Mm -hmm. Number two was pray for others, understanding that your relationship is not just about you. Number three is praying for one another and with, and one, with one another. another. Exactly. Those, those go together. Um, and number four is just praying for yourself. But even in you praying for yourself, you should be praying for yourself that will benefit others. Mm -hmm. right? And then lastly, uh, you made a good point. When we talk about number three is praying for one another, praying with each other. I want you all that are listening to this video today. And listen to this podcast. Mm -hmm. I want you to be so intentional about this this week that not only are you praying for your spouse, but you are physically coming together and praying with your spouse. You're sitting down, you're taking 5, 10, 15 minutes, you're holding hands, and you're having some prayer together. All right? So that's your assignment for tonight. We hope you have been blessed. Continue to pray. Pray yes. for each other. Yes. And we pray that what we have shared here on today is a blessing to you and your relationship, whether you're single and you're dating, whether you're engaged or you're married. We all need to understand these principles of prayer. Yeah. All right. So, hey, be blessed. If you're out there and you're seriously dating, engaged or married and you need marriage coaching, Angel and I, we're here for you. All right. Go to our website, um, share this video, share this podcast that not only are you blessed, but others are blessed as well. Right. And join us on um, our social media sites, uh, Focus Marriage Group on mm -hmm. Facebook and at Focus Marriages on Instagram. Hey, that's it. Have hey, a great we week. We love you guys. Have a blessed week. We'll talk to you soon.